rare to see a big NFC West matchup late in the season and the Seahawks not be involved or even be talked about. It's a little bit disheartening. It is. I was kind of going back and forth on emotions this morning when I was thinking about this evening's podcast and the Rams-Cardinals game on Monday night tonight, thinking we're very fortunate. We've had 10 years, 10, 11 years of maybe even longer because Hasselbeck and uh, Sean Alexander had some good years too just kind of before Russ came in. So maybe even 15 years of really competitive football teams to watch. Yeah. And obviously it's been a lot of fun. And the NFC West, the Seahawks were almost every year in the conversation late in the year of are they going to win the division. Mm-hmm. And this year is the first year, obviously. It's uh, – I try to make football fun because I really like football. So me and JC, as the game starts today, I said, George, you get to pick. We're going to put 20 bucks on this game. Nice. You pick who you think is going to win. And I'll take the other team. She, <laughs> so she picks the Cardinals. And I was like, all right, you know what? I almost might have picked the Rams anyway. Because mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. It seems like Sean McVay is very good at playing teams the second time. Interesting. He's. A, I, I feel like he's one of the better coaches in the league. He's a very, very smart guy. Do you think he just figures teams out? This, and that's, he picks he adjusts up? really yeah. good, right? Adjust. Like Bill Belichick is probably the all-time greatest at that. And he... <laughs> Why he's so good is he does it in the middle of games, right? Yeah, he's oh he can figure God. a team out and and what they're doing, and completely adjust. And the second half will look so different than the first yeah. half. Yeah, and I, I I mean I don't watch McVeigh close enough to maybe make that assessment, but it seems like the second time you play him in the season is a way harder game to win than the first time. Hmm. And so I thought. The Cardinals, I think Murray's still coming off that ankle injury, yep, right? Yeah, He's only, this is his second game back, Second maybe? game back. So I thought, eh, if you're going to pick against the Cardinals, the Rams are a pretty good team. McVay's a good coach. This is the second time they're playing each other this season. I think it's a decent pick. Yeah. Anyway, JC picked the Cardinals, so I auto got stuck with the Rams, and the Rams are killing it right now. Honestly, they had... I don't know if you saw much, seen much of the game, but they had uh, two interceptions in the first half that really helped them stay in the game because the Cardinals were driving a couple times, but mm. now they're up by 10. Man, like you were mentioning the whole time Seattle's been good for, for what, 15 years? When was the last time Arizona was good? Uh, have they been good? No. Yeah. Ever. And now they're yeah. fucking playing out of their minds, man. Like, what changed with them? They pick, they had so many big pickups over the last couple of years, too. Mm-hmm. Good pick with Kyler Murray. He's kind of working out. But, yeah, man, it's good to see. I think we talk about this all the time. Like, you kind of get lucky with quarterbacks. Yeah. Yes, you Just because you get a first pick in the draft or a high high draft pick and you pick a quarterback in the top 10, it doesn't mean they're going to have a good NFL career. No. And it's funny how many guys get picked late in the draft that turn out to be the all-time greats, right? Right. Yes. And like, then so many guys that get picked in the top 10 just disappear forever. Disappear. Tom Brady was a th- sixth rounder, right? Yeah. Russell Wilson was a third rounder. I think Aaron Rodgers was a third rounder, second or third rounder. Because they had, yeah, because they wouldn't have picked him a high well, QB back then. Because Favre still yeah. had three years left or something. Yeah. I think Rodgers was a backup for two or three years. It's a little bit lucky. I don't know if it's luck, but I don't know if it's luck or... 
coaches narrowing in on a, a few certain attributes yes. that make people good in the NFL. Yeah. Right? Because it seems like Bill Belichick got another really good one. Yes. Right. Right. Consistent quarterback. Yeah. Mac Jones. What what round was he picked? Ooh, great question. Uh, I think Second? he was a top guy, wasn't he? No. I think, uh, what's his name? Clemson guy was number one. Yeah. And then I think there was one more. It was the guy who plays for the Jets. The quarterback for the Jets who's doing nothing now. I forgot his name. White guy. Uh, Mac Jones is number uh, 15 overall. So he was the first. So he was the fourth quarterback. Fifth QB. Fifth? Fifth. Oh, shit. Right yeah. Because I think Fields was number th- four. Three Who's, or four? Uh, three. Uh, I forgot the fucking, it's right on the tip of my tongue. Kyle, the white guy, the white quarterback that was starting for the Jets, but now he's not. He was number two, I believe. Because they got rid of Darnold, right? Yes. And then the San Francisco backup QB. Lance. Trey Lance? I think he was the fourth one. He was ahead too. I think so. And then Mac Jones was was at the very end. Fifth. Yeah, fifth QB. And Mac Jones is by far having the best season. Yeah. Bro, last, what, a couple of weeks ago, he threw three passes and they won? Okay, so we have so much to talk about because we haven't done one of these podcasts for a month. So I was away. It was my fault. Blame me, guys. (laughs) I was away for a couple weeks, and then last week we just couldn't line up our schedules, and then this week we made it work. But, like, there's so... Obviously, let's kind of skip over the losses. It's been a tough season. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. There's been a lot of uh, very depressing uh, podcasts. But last season was so strange, man. Or, sorry, last week. Last week was so strange watching that Pats game mm-hmm. on, uh, was it Monday night? I believe it was a Thursday game. Was it a Thursday game? In the middle, it was an ugly winter. It was so windy. Yeah. Watching the kickers preseason or uh, pregame warm up was hilarious, man. There was one kicker that was kicking 35 yard field goals. 35 yard field goals, guys. You know what that is? That's an extra point. It's an extra point. Mm-hmm. And he was kicking it straight into the wind just to try to see like what distance can we even attempt a field goal going this way. And he's kicking it at the uprights and it's getting blown backwards to the right. And he came up short and about 25 yards to the right. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, his he probably his 35 attempt was probably what, like 20 yards and 15 yards to the right, like you said. Maybe, but has a has a kicker ever kicked the ball through the uprights and it get blown back through the uprights? Does that count as a field goal? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I do. I think it would like count. If you're straight in the wind and it goes, I do. You, you pass the uprights and it comes backwards. <laughs> do you lose points? Because I wonder if that's ever kicks, happened. Man, the ball was coming back like 10 yards. Yeah. But I think as soon as it passes the bar, it counts. It counts? I think, I think those are the rules. I, I wonder if that's that. ever happened. But yeah, the, the fucking weather was crazy on it that game. It was crazy. And that's another thing. Bill Belichick is so good. At just sticking to his strength, right? He has one fucking game plan and it works and they can't figure it out and he'll stick to it the entire game. I think they ran 45 times that, that game. They Mac Jones was two for three. Two for three, 19 yards, yeah. At one point in the game, they ran the ball 31 times in a row. <laughs> it was a short game. <laughs> 31, man. I, d- I, I mean, like, obviously in weather like that, it favors a defensive team yeah so if you have a really good defense you're probably gonna win those football games but even just uh even just like the strategy reset of being like the only way we're gonna win this game is to stop the other team from scoring points so we're just gonna run the ball every single fucking play yeah every play yeah we're not even going to attempt 
to throw the football. Those poor wide receivers. What the hell, man? What a boring game to be a part of. But a really entertaining game to watch, actually. I don't know if you watched much of it. It was, yeah. You just didn't know what the hell was going to happen. <laughs> no, yeah. yeah. No, it was fantastic. Yeah. There's a few crazy games, man. Well, also last week, Adam Adams tears his labrum, so he's out for the year. I didn't know what a labrum was, so I had to look it up. Something in your shoulder. Shoulder, yeah. Um, also last year, this is what gives me a little bit of hope. I'm excited that... I saw this headline, and the headline was Jody Allen says she is not happy with the Seahawks performances here. Huh. So Jody is Paul Allen's wife. She's the owner of the Seahawks. She uh, apparently, I mean, like, I don't know the ins and outs of the behind the scenes of the Seahawks, but apparently she is quite involved. Really? Apparently. So she's helping Paul out or what? I mean... I think she probably, I think involved for like an older owner like that, it means like they attend meetings monthly. Yeah. <laughs> probably something like that, right? It's not like Jerry Jones. <laughs> no, no, no. He's calling no the way. shots, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. But still, she, I would assume she has some pull in the organization. And uh, it's interesting to hear halfway through the season owner's not happy makes me i mean like as a big fan i don't know exactly what i'm looking for this off season yeah other than effort right like i don't know what the right thing is to do i don't know if the right thing is to get rid of Pete carroll and the coaching staff and just start from scratch i don't know if the right thing is to trade russell wilson and just try to rebuild for the next five years right I don't really want to see that happen. I want to see Russell Wilson finish his career in Seattle. Do, I, do you think the last two games have kind of changed your mind about that? I mean, he's coming off an injury where he tore a ligament yeah. in his throwing hand and he came back four weeks sooner than the doctor said he was supposed to. So I don't, I, I mean, like, I still know this guy's a top three quarterback in the league and I'm not basing that decision on the last few weeks. Yeah. But the last couple of games has looked so, so much better. Uh, yeah, somewhat better. Somewhat better. It's not It's not traditional Russell Wilson. No, no, no. He doesn't look as comfortable. He seems like he's still kind of getting back into the groove. The O-line's still struggling too. 100%. It doesn't help. 100%. He still misses guys though. There was a handful of, of passes where he missed guys this past week. Interesting. Just clearly missed them. Like... There was one to DK on the goal line, I think, that DK was wide open on a little slant pattern, mm, yep. and he threw it three yards yes. behind him. Yeah, I saw that. And there was a handful of those. So what, you think he's still trying to get back into it, still a little bit rusty? I think Russell Wilson and his peak doesn't make those mistakes. I, I, think, uh, I think he's better than he's playing right now, and I don't know if it's the injury or I don't know if he's... Just the whole subconsciously yeah. thinking the season is lost. Let's play fairly cautiously and and make sure I'm healthy for next year. Whatever yep. the fuck happens next year, let's make sure I'm healthy, healthy for that. And hopefully he stays. It's got to be a weird position to be in, man. You're a professional athlete. You're making, what is his salary? $40 million a year. You know that you are in a sport where people's careers end every single day. Yes. <laughs> yep. And what is, I don't know. I think he's in his second year of the four-year contract. 
Yes, yeah, I think so he's I think two he's years under left. contract for two more. Yes, yeah. But if you, you know, like if you take a weird hit, bust a knee, break a arm, like something that puts you out for six months, your stock goes down so quickly. <laughs> so much, man. So I wonder how much those like guys think about that kind of stuff, right? Well, I feel like that's the whole conversation with running backs. You brought it up last time too. How much money can you give a running back? And then he shows up for 25% of the year because he's injured, right? Like Christian McCaffrey this year, doing nothing because he's injured all year. Penny's such a prime example of yeah, that. He, he came out of college and people were thinking like, man, he's going to be a top three back in the league. Mm. And he hasn't had a full season. No. Every season he plays like four to six games. I think it's, it's a position, as I'm learning more and more about football and watching more, it's a position that depth is very important. If you have a number one guy like uh, like uh, uh, Henry or yeah. or a Chubb or like whoever the top three or four guys Camara, in the league are, yep. Camara, yeah, yeah. I feel like as a coach, as an offensive coordinator, it's part of your job to protect those guys. <laughs> Right? Like, why would you hand the ball to them 38 times a that's, game? That's what they're fucking it's doing. It's so I silly. Know. There's such, like, you're limited at that. There's no way you're going to get through 18 games or 17 games with a bye with him touching the ball 30 times. Tennessee is a prime example, yep. right? Yeah. Henry touches the ball 30 times a game. Yep. Six games into the season, he has a bad injury, right? Yep. How long is Is he out for the year? He out for the year. He broke his foot. Six years into the into the season, he has a bad injury, and then you're high, and then you're bringing in guys that are retired. Yeah, like you're just like, oh fuck, what do we do now? You're and just scrambling, right? Your entire team runs, or it depends on the run game. Totally. You're like Adrian Peterson. Yeah, sign him up. <laughs> he used to be good. Put him in there. I don't know. What's this? What's the next guy's name? I don't, does he run the football? He's a running back. Yeah, fuck it, sign him up. We don't have anything else. You're replacing one of the best running backs in the league with whoever you can whoever. at this point. Yeah. And you're hoping to do well. It's so sketchy, man. That's why I, it seems like the Seahawks have been a pretty consistently good running team. Yeah. Is yeah. because they always have two or three good backs. There's no clear number one usually, right? Yeah. Always number one Often. gets hurt and then the number two has a good season, steps up, helps out. Yeah. Because Penny came into that season two years ago being the number one guy and he tore his ACL, right? Yeah. And then Chris Carson took over yeah. and then Chris Carson was the number, number one, one guy for two years. Yeah. And then he broke his hip last year, I think, and he's had problems. This and year, now yeah. it's like Collins has kind of stepped up and Penny's just coming off injury, but you're throwing Adrian Peterson in there that <laughs> we stole from the Titans, apparently. Yeah, it's whoever survives the weekend will get to start again. <laughs> DJ Dallas is in the mix. Like, yeah, there's so many guys. It's it's a strange, strange position. So how much money can you spend on that position if you need four guys to fucking run it successfully? I just, I'm trying to think of like Super Bowl winning teams. Yep. I've thought about and this And how too. many of them have a two or three back, you know, depth chart in their running back position versus how many of them have the, uh, whatever his name is, Henry. So right here off the top, in the past 13 years, there's only been one running back who led the league in rushing and won the Super Bowl. And this was Terrell Davis with the Denver Broncos. I've heard the argument for wide receivers too. Like who is a number one wide receiver who's won a Super Bowl? I mean, like everyone, we all know the quarterback position is the most important position yeah. in football. 
I would say the a line. number one receiver. I mean, like having, I guess defenses and coaches are, are so good that having one offensive threat is very easy to shut down. Correct. Yeah. Especially in a playoff game mm-hmm. where usually offenses are calling plays fairly conservatively in the first half anyway. Yeah. They're fairly easy to shut down. But if you have like, I don't know, maybe this year could be one with Devontae Adams. Hashtag yeah, Green Bay, yeah, potential yeah. Super Bowl champs. Oh, side note, just so everyone knows, I am a number one Seahawks fan, just so everyone knows, but I thought it was really cool to be able to own part of an NFL team. Mm-hmm. So I bought one stock in the Green, Green Bay, Bay Packers. Nice. <laughs> they nice. only, they release stock every like 20 years or something. Yeah. I don't know if they're but running out of money. The stock but. doesn't go up, right? It's just no, it's you just can't fucking cool because they send you a certificate that yeah. says you own part of the Green Bay Packers. That's hilarious. I thought it was cool. Is know. that your number two team? Would you yeah, say? and then I'm gonna vote to get the. F- I'm gonna vote to ha- uh, to sabotage them. <laughs> I get I get one vote every year. Right to move the team. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys think we should trade Aaron Rodgers? Yes. Yes. Where should he go? NFC West. Yep. Seattle. <laughs> Man, but yeah, like you said, like. The last two teams that won a Super Bowl have been Tampa Bay and then KC before then, right? And in Tampa Bay, well, I mean, like, do they have three pretty good receivers last year? They do, but it's they're out. I think their quarterback is better than all three of them. Sure. Totally. And I couldn't even name their running back. That's exactly it. Fill in any pretty good athletic running back in the league, right? Like, does whoever... Who's healthier this yep. week? Okay, put yep. that guy in. Who's less bruised, less <laughs> yeah. bumped? Yeah. But I think his quarterback is number one, and I think the line. I think the line is number two. If you had to pick, what's more important to try to win a Super Bowl, offensive line or defensive line? Oh, God. I think just everyone says defensive line, so I would say defensive line. I think defensive line too. I think offensive line, there's enough like mediocre – Offensive linemen yeah. that really good quarterbacks will make good decisions in a shorter amount of time. Correct. Yeah. Versus defensive line altering other teams' game plans can completely change the outcome of football games. Yeah. And Watching then- Aaron Donald play in the first half, I watched the first half pretty closely tonight. <laughs> Watching Aaron Donald play is hilarious, man. He looks like he's playing against little kids. I know. It's, he's getting double team like every time. In it's the first so half, he had a tip that caused an interception. Yeah. Two sacks. <laughs> he had another play where like Kyler Murray saw him coming and just fell over. <laughs> he, he's just yeah, like, oh, fuck. Blame him, man. Oh, fuck. Get out. Yeah. yeah. He's involved almost in every play. It's like, crazy. Shit like that, it helps your secondary so much. You don't even need to have secondary. These balls don't even get there. Yeah, exactly. But there's a reason these guys make so much money, man. They're fucking game changers. It's interesting to watch the D linemen too, and it seems like it seems like they don't get as injured as other positions. I don't know why. I don't know hmm. if maybe it seems like it's it's always a knee for them, and it's always just an awkward play where someone rolls onto their leg. Yes. Right? Okay. Yeah. Like Running backs and receivers will often get hit awkwardly or get hit in the head and get concussions and like other things. Whereas the D lineman, it just seems like 
It's only an awkward one-off weird play that they get injured on. Do you think it's because the defense is initiating all the contact and they're kind of preparing and ready for it, whereas the offense are just kind of reacting? Yeah. In, I mean, like the, let's say, skill positions. Mm -hmm. Oh, Murray's going deep, wide open. Christian Kirk. Still down by 10, bro. Only a minute left, minute and a half. Um, There's a lot of, like, collision plays, right? Yes, Whereas on the D-line, it's a lot of, like, wrap-up, if that makes sense, right? Like, a running back gets the ball, and he, t- he takes two steps, and you're wrapping up, or, yeah. like, it pushing? I don't know. I know what you're saying. What it is. It's not like you're coming across in the backfield, though, totally. right? With your entire body weight, full speed, yeah. With running backs, and and running backs, too, there's a lot of, like, pylons, right? Like, one guy wraps them up, and then three guys jump on top yeah. of them. And then his, he gets, his body gets twisted weird, you and just his leg gets hoping, caught underneath, yeah. 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 Man, that would be a terrible position. And like, I, feel like, I feel like I got lucky just, I don't know why, I kind of got put into the quarterback position when I was playing high school football, but like, what a great position to be mm-hmm. <laughs> Have you? Did you ever think of playing running back in high school? God, no. It's awful. No. You just get headaches all the game. Man. It sounded terrible. I like, I don't know, I like being quarterback and you had a little more control. Yeah. And one of the best parts about playing quarterback is you wore a different color jersey in practice, so no, no one, one could touches, fucking touch yeah. you. And against so much shit, yeah. <laughs> the way it should be. I remember one guy on the defense, like, didn't even hit me, but just, like, kind of ran Bumps. into me. Because I think it was, like, an option play, and I fake handed it off and then took off. And the guy just kind of, like, put his shoulder down and hit me, and I didn't even fall over. It was just, like, contact. And he got in shit. <laughs> Just for touching the quarterback. Well, yeah, because that guy's so, not going to step up and play quarterback. The team is yeah. fucked without a quarterback. Look at Houston this week. That was horrible. Who is your quarterback? No one even knows. Rookie. Rookie. I mean, he played pretty good. I think the Seattle's defense played pretty bad. Yeah, I, yeah I'm not going to agree. I'm not going to disagree with that. I think you're right. I think they played pretty conservative again. It seemed like they were playing a lot of zone and just like allowing passes yep. to happen. Yeah. Because that quarterback started like 11 for 11 or something. At the beginning, yeah. Easy short passes. Mm-hmm. But then Seattle did a great job adjusting in the second half because we had another huge third quarter. Totally. Which we used to see a lot more last year. Totally. Kyler almost threw his third pick of the game and then that guy just, just dropped it. Let it end fly. JC would have owed me 20 bucks. And you can bet she's fucking paying up tonight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I mean, I don't know. Where do we go from here, man? So, what? I don't know. We, like, so, why do we even pick up Adrian Peterson? I guess last week, just everyone in the running back room was hurt. Yeah. So, we need something. And Peterson had just played two or three games for the Titans. So, he was, like, I guess in decent shape. Like, well, sign someone. We got to sign someone. Might as well sign him. He's still on the bench. He was on the bench this week. I saw that. But so was he injured or just didn't dress? It sounded like he wasn't dressed because a couple guys came back. So Penny Penny was back. Uh, Collins was playing. Dallas was playing. Dallas was there. So maybe they just sat him because of that. The commentators are making it seem like he's going to be a really good guy to have on the sideline for young players like Dallas, which I don't yeah. disagree with at all. No, right? Like at all, yeah. having, 
Even like when they brought back Lynch a couple of years ago. I was going to say that. Yeah. Just that veteran presence, the guy who's been there, especially because like the running backs are so young. They're so young and there's so much shit to figure out. And that guy's one of the best running backs of all time, man. All time. Experience matters. And I think it's valuable to share. It just... Even, like, even the way he takes care of his body, probably, nutrition and just all that stuff outside the field, right? Because he had a long career, man. Not many guys have a 10-year career no. as a running back in the NFL, totally. Number one for so long. We were looking... So speaking of longevity, we were looking at... Uh, <clears throat> they put some stat up of like in the game in the first half tonight on Monday night, the most receiving yards by an active player. Yeah. And they put up the list, and I heard when they were saying it, most receiving yards in like in NFL. And I looked, and I was like, that doesn't seem right. That list does not seem right. I was like, Jerry Rice has to be number one, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then so I reread the thing, and it said, of active players, oh, which okay. made a lot more sense. Yeah. Because I think the number one guy had 13,000 rece- receiving yards or something. Holy shit. And then I pull up the number one or the list of receiving yards all time. Jerry Rice, <laughs> first of all, he has way more games than anyone else. Mm. Speaking of longevity. Yeah. He played in 303 NFL games. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Three What? <laughs> It's hard. I, I don't know exactly how many playoff games he works out uh, works out to, but he played about 17 seasons in the NFL. Yeah, what the hell? <laughs> Good for him, man. Receiving yards, 22,895. Second place is Larry Fitzgerald, who played 263 games, so 40 less games. So that is what? Three years? Three seasons yeah. less. And he has 17,492. So he's... 5,400 yards less. Jesus. Which is... Fuck. Four and a half seasons? Five seasons, five seasons yeah. Five seasons. 55,000. Like, a good season for a top receiver is probably like 14, 1,500. Yeah, yeah. So maybe th- four seasons, yeah. That's crazy. Touchdowns, 197. And uh, looks like... Just on this list, number two is Randy Moss at 156. Wow. Damn, eh? Does he ever talk about what he did for his longevity or how he was able to do all that stuff? The game was different then. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes a difference, but no. I, I mean, that would be a really interesting conversation. How or, do you stay healthy that long? Or do you think it's genetics? Do you, Some guys are just built better. I mean, it's definitely... It's definitely like an attribute. It's definitely helpful. Yeah. Like a a Terrell Owens physique probably is going to deal better with a lot of contact than Mm -hmm. a Cooper Cup physique, you know? True that, yeah. Same as like LeBron James. Some people are just born differently physically than other people. I don't know, but a lot of the big receivers don't necessarily last all that long. Oh, shit. That was a weird kick. The kicker like wanted it himself, eh? Looked like three or four guys missed that. Nobody knows who has it. Man. <laughs> These are always so funny, man. There's, you never know 
what happens at the bottom of that pile. And they, they're still fighting for it. It still could change 100%. hands a few times. No ref has made a signal. Oh, there it is. They got wow, it. they got it. 30 seconds left. Holy shit. No timeouts for anyone. That was a weird onside kick because usually they kick it to the side so more players have a chance. Wow. Oh, he easily, easily got it. Clean. Easily. Two guys missed it completely. Yeah. They kind of ran into each other. Shit, eh? Well, we're in for a game here. Maybe <laughs> I didn't win 20 bucks. I think that's a good way to end, Carl. Let's um, chat about who we like. We're, what, week 14 already? Week 14. Seems like this season's gone by crazy fast. Yeah, and it's a longer season too, man. It's wild. You would think it's the opposite when you're having a really, really shitty year. Having a lot of losses, but it just seems like every week is going by so quickly. I just think that there's like not there's no clear number one team, so it's more interesting, right? And you get surprises every weekend. It's more fun. Every single week, it seems like a really good team gets blown out or like loses a bad game, right? Yep. Look at let's look at this week. Who was a surprise this week? I, I mean, like you don't assume that. I think the Raiders are a decent football team, and they got blown out by yeah. the Chiefs. Do you think the Chiefs are starting to get it together? It seems like it. They Have they won like five or six in a yep. row, right? Yeah, nine and four right now. And then Tampa. Tampa just seems like they're racking up impressive wins, right? Yeah, consistent as fuck. Totally. And they beat the Bills, who... I mean, the Bills have had a Struggle. six losses now. Yeah, seven and six. So, I mean, I still think in the playoffs, they're going to be a competitive team that is going to be very hard to beat. Yeah. But I don't know. That's a lot of losses. I really hope Tom Brady doesn't win. I fucking hate Tom Brady. <laughs> we got to fucking talk about the Patriots now, too. Last I time we did this podcast, they wouldn't even been in discussion. But now they're 9-4. and four. It's interesting. They've won like six games in a row or seven games in a row. They're 6-0 and oh in away games this year. They haven't lost. Not at home. They won seven in a row. So they started the season two and four. Yeah. And then they won seven in a row. The rookie quarterback. Uh-oh. Oh. Oh. Oh, my God. That's tough. Kyler that Murray scrambling at the so end. so bad. You got to get rid of the ball. That's it. Aaron Donald, another sack. Maybe we called that, Carl. What a freak, man. Also, we just won 20 bucks. There you you go. want a casino or what? There you go. <laughs> what do we do? What do, we do? <laughs> uh, the Baltimore Ravens are proving I, to be disappointing. I was going to ask you about that. Disappointing. So what happened to what's they his lost face? again, man. Lamar well, Jackson was... wasn't, pl Lamar wasn't playing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He like left after the first quarter or second quarter. Interesting, what? man. Didn't the Chiefs start four and five? Another nine and four. I thought they were three and five at one point. Sorry. Not five. They only have four losses. Four and four. Three and four. They were three and four. Three and four. And then they've won. So they won six in a row. They're nine and four. <clears throat> I mean, it's not hard to see that a Super Bowl contending, Super Bowl winning in the last couple of years, Chiefs is going to be, is going to figure it out eventually. Yeah. Because they still have all their superstars and shit. They brought back their whole offensive line like... It's the same as like the Green Bay Packers, right? Like in a, they got blown out in the first week of the year. 
the Saints, right? Yeah. And then now they're probably a top three team in the league. Yeah. Yeah. Funny how that shit works. I don't know. If you look at the AFC, I think the three top contending teams yeah. for being the AFC champion are the Patriots, the Kansas City Chiefs mm -hmm. as number one, two, and then number three. It's tough. I, I still don't think the Ravens are, so I would probably say, man, but Tennessee lost. I was going to say, the, the Derek Henry, Henry less Titans, man. It's not the same team. Do you, <laughs> do you say the Bills? No. At 7-6? I don't like the Bills. I think I might say the Bills really? at 7-6. Who do you think is better? Cleveland? Everyone's, I think it's just the two teams, man. I don't think The anyone, Chargers are 8-5. Yeah, but they don't impress me too much. No? Colts are struggling too, and they're not too good. What's that guy? People are big on that that quarterback. What's his name? For what team? The Ch uh, Chargers. Uh, Herbert. Herbert. Yeah. He, is he a rookie? Second year. Second year. Second year. Yeah. I think Patriots and Chiefs. Everyone else can fuck off in the AFC. Okay. <laughs> Carl said it. There you go. In the NFC. Um, I mean, does this win put the Rams back in the conversation? Yes. Yeah, I think so. Because then what it puts them at nine wins with some of the best teams in the league. Nine and four. And now the Cardinals are ten and three. Yes, I think so. So interestingly enough, the Cardinals fall to the third place in the NFC now. When they've been number one for a How? bunch of weeks. Uh tiebreaker. So the Packers the Packers, the oh, Bucks, yes. and the Cardinals are all ten and three. And the Apparently, the Cardinals are losing that tiebreaker between those three. What do you think of the Cowboys? Do you think they compete with those three teams, or do you think? I think the same thing of the Cowboys that I've thought for the last five years. Yeah. That on paper, it looks like a Super Bowl contending team. In reality, I don't think they're going to win big games. So I think they're going to win the play, or they're going to make the playoffs most years, like yeah. with that lineup. Are they going to beat Green Bay in Green Bay? Are they going to beat Tampa in Tampa? Are they going to beat uh, the Cardinals or the Rams? I don't think so. I think they're a playoff team that wins one playoff game yeah. and loses in the uh, divisional round. They've had a few bad showings this year, man, to random teams. Just ugly numbers by Dak Prescott and just random scores. They have so many good pieces. It's, it's, uh, it's a curious one to see them not like perform poorly on, on weeks. But like they also have so many games against their, their own division and their own division fucking sucks. So sucks. do you think that inflates it a little bit? Yeah, maybe. That's a good point. Their team, yeah, their division is shitty. <laughs> <laughs> the Giants, the Eagles, and the Washington team. Man. Man, it's so hard to look at the NFC West. To see the Seahawks at the bottom. Yeah, you don't see that very often with the Cardinals on top. This is flipped. This is flipped right now. I know for a long time it was the Seahawks and the 49ers that were battling every yeah. day, right? And the Cardinals were a write-off or joke team. And the Rams. Yeah, if no one else in the NFC. If you were to pick a Super Bowl right now, who are the two teams in the Super Bowl? The two teams in the Super Bowl are the Buccaneers against the Chiefs. The rematch of last year, right? I think so. I don't know how the Patriots will do deep in the playoffs. 
I mean, big Bill Belichick is a fucking monster and a genius, but you're still playing with a first-year quarterback who hasn't really shown us crazy skill, right? He's been more part of, like, the whole game plan, and it's been working for them, but... But then again, they have fantastic defense. Who does that fucking sound like? Who? Sounds like fucking Tom Brady. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Great system, mediocre athlete. <laughs> Prove me wrong, Carl. <laughs> I'm not talking at Tell all about Tom Brady. Bill is the god. Tom is fucking mediocre. <laughs> Piece of shit. I hate that guy. Um, okay, NFC. So you said Bucks? NFC, yeah. Bucks Packers are my one and two. I like the Packers a lot. I want to see the Packers make the Super Bowl and Aaron Rodgers tell everyone on live TV to go fuck themselves. That'd be sweet. I'd like. Yeah. I think he's had a lot of controversy this year. It'd be interesting to see him uh, just keep continuing that the rest of the year. <laughs> and then in the AFC, selfishly, I don't know. I would. Could you imagine if Bill watches Tom Brady win last year and everyone in the NFL is like, oh, fucking Tom Brady's the fucking GOAT, guys. He's the guy that won all the Super Bowls. And, and Bill's like, Watch these this. guys can go fuck themselves. Yeah, and then yeah. Bill wins his own Super Bowl with no one on his goddamn Dude, team. That would be the most deserving Super Bowl win of all time, I think. And then he just retires. And he goes out with two middle fingers like that. He just leaves. I'd be, I'd be pretty impressed. That'd be very entertaining for sure. For sure. Could you imagine if in the Super Bowl he ran the ball 49 times? And then the and final like, score is like 14-8. Try yeah. to beat us. We're going to win. We're going to out-strategy you today. That's it. Good luck. My quarterback's going to throw the ball three times. <laughs> and win. No problem. They didn't even need to. It was nuts. That was such a crazy game. If you were to pick one team that is not the Seahawks to win a Super Bowl just to make you happy, who would it be? To make me happy, eh? Yeah. I I think the Patriots are up there just because of what we were talking about, kind of underdogs. It would be cool to see a Super Bowl win with a first-year quarterback. Yep. Um, I don't like any of the teams in the AFC. I love the Titans, but now a Derrick Henry, different team, so I don't give a shit. Ravens, never been a fan of. Colts, no. Nobody. <laughs> no one. Literally no one. No one. Not so, interested. Just the Seahawks. Just the Seahawks. I mean, I think that's the right answer. Now that I'm a part owner of the Green Bay Packers, I wouldn't mind seeing them win the zoo. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. Man, your um, stock can't go up. <laughs> It could. Could it? I mean, you're not supposed to sell it. But if you, I mean, this is what I'm thinking. The original stock that they sold 40 years ago or something, yeah. people probably paid two bucks for. Yeah. And now people are playing, paying $300 for. Oh, shit. So I feel like those original certificates, just as a fan memorabilia thing, yeah. you could probably buy one of those. And people would charge a few hundred dollars for them. I could see that. And people maybe paid five bucks for them 40 years ago. Because then a dollar amount just shows how early you were. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> exactly. So on my deathbed, I'm going to sell this fucking certificate for like 600 bucks. <laughs> I'm going to double my money, bro. There you go. It's going to be 80 years from now, but... Better than RSP. 
Oh man, I don't even know where. It's so strange. So I was thinking about this this morning. Like, I still really enjoy watching the Seahawks games. I yeah. still watch every down. I still get excited and emotional about them, but it's not the same when you're not in playoff contention. No. It's just strange. We play the Rams next week. It's going to be a really tough game. The Rams are a legit contender for the division. They want to win games like this. These mean a lot to teams like that that are... Mm -hmm. Oh, weird. This is the first, uh, I, sorry, I hadn't looked at the schedule for this coming week yet, but there's two Saturday games this week. What? There's a Thursday game, like always. There's two Saturday games. They haven't played Saturday games in a couple of years. In a while. Like. They used the, to do it quite often, yeah, right? Yeah, at least once a week. But then they took year. it away. And it, Let's see what the whatever. history of this More is. games, the better. Let's Who's playing on Saturday? Better. Saturday at 1.30 is the Raiders and the Browns, and then at 5.20 is Patriots-Colts. Huh. I'm into it. I always like more NFL games, especially good games. The Patriots Colts could be a really good game. Apparently, they've been doing Saturday games part of the schedule every season since 1970. They only skipped one year. It was 2013. But like once or twice a year. It's once not, or, I think it's one weekend a year. I wonder why it's this weekend and there's two. <laughs> Holidays? Around Christmas maybe? I don't know. Anyway. Oh, you know what it what? is? Fuck, I'm dropping knowledge right here. So Sports Broadcasting Act of 1961 prevents NFL and NCAA games from being played at the same time. NCAA football. Yes. Football? Or it just it just general said NCAA games. No way. Can't be. I think it's, it has to be football. Just it's getting fo going. It's football. Or basketball so is like halfway football. through the season, right? Yeah. So they would have college games on Saturday and that on Sunday. Is college over then, I guess? No, because they're the seasons are over, but they're waiting for bowl games now. So could there be no games on Saturday? No, because bowl games are on Saturdays for college, right? I mean, maybe there's bowl games. Maybe there's uh maybe it's regular season games. I don't know. Let's see. It's December 18th. Yeah. Yeah, I see. There's the Boca Raton Bowl, the New Mexico Bowl, Independence Bowl. Saturday, December. No, I only 18th. see two. I see New Orleans Bowl and Independence Bowl. All I see all day games on. That's weird. I, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's regular season. Maybe bowl games don't count. Maybe. I don't know. Do you watch? Um, do you watch much college? College zero. zero. Do you? No. Towards the end of the season, I'll watch some of the bigger games. Yeah. And I have a good friend named John McCarthy. Yeah. And he was very into college this year. Yeah. More so watching Notre Dame and hope, like really hoping that they would make it into the playoffs, but they finished number five. That's got to be a mm. devastating feeling, eh? That's terrible, yeah. Having a really good year. What were they? 11-1. and one. Did you hear what the uh, Notre Dame coach did? No. Nope. So, I'm assuming that anyone that is super into um, NFL probably knows this story, but uh, the Notre Dame coach, something Kelly. Yep. I can't remember his first name. Something Kelly. He's one of the better coaches in uh, college football. He's built a really good program at Notre Dame. They are currently 11-1 and one this year. They're number five in the nation, and they're literally 
fringe point away from making the college football playoffs, which is only four teams. Gotcha. Semifinal, final. College is pretty fucked that at the end of the year, coaches make their moves after the season is done Mm. pre-bowl games. So Jim Kelly? Yeah. I think it's Jim. Brian. Brian Kelly. There's another Jim Kelly. Brian Kelly flies to uh, California. No. Louisiana. Mm -hmm. Flies to Louisiana one night. Says he's going on a recruiting trip. That night, his players see on social media that Brian Kelly has signed with the LSU Tigers. I've heard about this. They switched coaches. That night, an hour later, Brian Kelly texts all the guys on his team and says, hey, we have an emergency meeting tomorrow at 7 a.m. Just want to clarify a few things. Brian Kelly shows up to that 7 a.m. meeting. I watched the meeting because one of the players taped it and I saw it on Twitter. It's fucking sweet. (laughs) Shows up to the meeting, talks for four minutes. Yeah. And it was all just like, you know, thanks for all the things you did for my family. This was a really tough decision. You know, I really care so much about you guys. Uh, Thank you and and good luck. And walks out. Doesn't stay for any Q&A, just walks out. And so he's gone. He's been there for 12 years, I think. He's been like one of the best coaches in college football. And uh, see you later, bro. Going into their big bowl game where they're number five in the country. So who the fuck is just assistant assistant coach? Oh my God. College is so fucked. Me and John were talking about this in uh, Palm Springs, right? And... And I didn't really, I haven't paid much attention to college football in the, in the past. And I didn't know this was when it happens. But like, why don't they just make a rule that says coaches make their moves and renegotiate contracts after the bowl games? It's like, waiting an extra two weeks. Like, what, what's the big deal? But, and John's like, no, this happens every year. Like top really? teams coaches bail and go before sign a big bowl? contract with another co- college. Before the bowl and they leave before the bowl game. Right at the end of the season. So you spend the whole season with this team getting them ready. You know, twelve the guys, seasons. Twelve seasons, Brian Kelly. And he just walks away. They See must have later. paid him a shit ton, eh? I think he signed a f- four or five year, ninety million dollar contract. Ninety. Ninety. A college coach, ninety. Look at his contract. What? It was a, it was a big contract. I don't want to, dude. What the fuck is that? <clears throat> How does the school afford this guy? And he went to LSU, right? Like traditionally, of course. Always one of the top five schools in the country, right? 95 million. 95, there you go. How many years? Five? Uh, I think so. Oh, no, sorry, 10-year contract. 10-year, okay, so nine and a half million a year for... I mean, what was his previous contract? Look that up. I'm going to say it's half of that. Notre Dame contract. You say half? Four four or five five million? Uh... It was shitty. Two point six seven million annually. So, so he's making five times, four four times as much. Fuck, it's hard to blame a guy, but it's such a dick move to your players. The system is shitty, right? Yeah. The system's shitty. the The college should have a rule that says you can't announce a move until the end of like after bowl games. Of course, Here's the date. How the fuck can that be legal? Because LSU is probably putting pressure on him, right? Yeah, saying. If you don't sign this or if you don't take this deal, right. we're going another direction. We need to figure it out for next year. We need yep. a contract signed by the next week, whatever, right? Because I think 
I think their coach retired or I don't know what happened to him. Do you know the top three paid coaches in college football are? Probably Brian Kelly. He's number three. No. His new contract's number three? It is new contract's number three. Okay, so I'm going to say number one's probably the Alabama guy. Nick Saban? Yeah. He's two. Oh. 9.8 a year. Number one Is number one over 10? Yes. Clemson? Lincoln Riley. Ohio State? Where is he? USC. Oh, that's a new contract too. That's he, a new one. He right? fucking bailed from another school. Did he? Yeah. These fucking guys, man. Look at him. He so it was those two guys did it at the same time. Brian Kelly and Lincoln Riley. And now he's a number one and number three contracts in the league. See where he's from? He was from LSU uh Southern Kill. Look at Lincoln Riley coaching history. So he was the head coach and he left Oklahoma for USC. There you go. I knew he came from a big school, which is a strange one because they were talking about Brian Kelly and like me and John were watching a lot of ESPN in the States mm -hmm. <laughs> when they were talking about Brian Kelly's move and, and this Lincoln Riley yeah. guy's move. Lincoln Riley's going from one of the best all-time schools that Oklahoma is always good of at football, course. right? Yeah. And they're going to a school that is has not had a good track record in the last decade. So what is the move for him? Is the move trying to refresh a program or is the move just try to make a paycheck and and retire? And Because he's a young guy, I think, yes. that guy, right? Is he 40, early 40s or something? He's quite young. Anyway, versus Brian Kelly that is that built a pretty good program at a mediocre school like Notre Dame who is not really in contention most years for a national championship. To going to one of the best schools in the country at yes. LSU. Interesting. Well, I mean, Lincoln Riley's 38. I think his. 38. There he is. So, so young. young. I think his move is probably more financially controlled, you know? And he, I mean, where did he go from? Oklahoma? Oklahoma. So Oklahoma is not a great place to live. Yeah. <laughs> Versus USC is one of the California. most beautiful places in the world. Southern California. <laughs> so there we go. There's two reasons. Yeah. Maybe you just needed a change, man. But 38 is so Someone long. offers you $10 million a year. Yeah. How can you say How no? long was his contract? Uh, I think it's like fucking 10 years also. Man, it's so crazy. It's crazy. College is funny. Seems like NFL doesn't get that tenure. Doesn't get that nope. like long distance contract. A lot of contracts in, for coaches are like three to two to five years maybe. But it's like, but like these coaches in the, in college, like, they're always at the top of the game. They're so fucking consistently good. Their teams are competing for the championship or some kind of bowl almost every year. And everyone's talking about them. They bring so much money to the school. College is funny, man. College is a lot. I think money is a big thing. Yeah. How much money does your program have? Yeah. And then it's about your reputation. Because all you're just trying to recruit, right? You're not drafting players from high school. You're going into their living rooms and telling their families yeah. why your school and your program is going to be better for their kid to try to make the NFL. Yeah. Right? So yeah. being an Alabama and LSU and Oklahoma, like being those top schools, Ohio State, you're like, well, we have a track record. Every year, 20% of our team All the NFL stars plays in the NFL next yep. year. Yes. Versus like whoever, even Notre Dame, every year four guys on our team go to the NFL or three or two or whatever, right? 
How big is that for like a kid that grows up in like a, a shitty community that plays at a high school that starts getting college press and is, yeah. you know, his family's like, oh, the, you know, you're going to help us get out of this shitty situation. Yeah. Go, go to the school that is proven and tra has a track record. And football is not like basketball. Like you can't be a fucking superstar, go to a shitty team and completely revamp them, right? It relies on so many people. Yeah. And you got to be, you need that exposure if you want to make the NFL. And like, you never go to a middle school just because that's ruin why, your chances yeah. so much. That's why it's so hard in college football to like rise up the ranks. If you're a medium Div 1 school, you're yeah. going to be a medium Div 1 school for a long time unless you get a bit lucky. Because the best players are always going to these top six schools. You, always. You're never going to get a best player. Yeah. You're never going to get the best high school quarterback or the best high school linebacker or D-end or whatever. They're yeah. always going to go to those top five schools. Yeah. And that's why Brian Kelly went to LSU. Right? Yep. He was probably sick of being at Notre Dame. Being like, I'm one of the best coaches in the country, if not the best coach in the country. But when I go into people's living rooms, I have to say I'm at Notre Dame. And they're like, eh, I'm going to go to LSU or Oklahoma. I, I like you. I mean, like, I think you're running a good program. You're probably better than the other guys over there. I just, they're probably going to win more games than you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what can you do? So now he's at a, at a program. It'll be interesting to watch him in the next handful of years but like now he's at a program that has that tradition and that track record yeah is he yeah. going to win multiple national championships man let's see interesting then you'll he'll see if he's worth the money right fuck what is worth the money if you're paying someone 95 million dollars how many national championships are you expecting i think you just got to be top whatever every year three you need exposure every year so he, he signed a 10-year contract do you think three rings yeah I think that's pretty good, man. Because those TV contracts are large. Totally. It's. I don't think he needs to win a championship. Just be consistently good and have consistently the best players go to your school. Mm -hmm. You think he needs championships? Yeah. <clears throat> I don't think he'll last the entire 10 years. Without a championship. Correct. I, I don't think so. So you think the first four years he'll get one? I think he has to. That's just so crazy. There's so many teams in the NCAA and for him to be like one for four. <laughs> so, but it comes back to like what we were saying three minutes ago yeah. was yeah. there's so many teams in the NCAA, but how many of them realistically have a chance at winning a national championship and in, in college football? Yeah. I'd say less than 10. Yeah. But like even the one and two teams so often are so much better than the rest. So much so better. Much better. <clears throat> there's so many years that it's like, Clemson and Alabama or Undefeated. LSU and Alabama yeah. or whatever. Right? Oh, yeah. And then the semifinals in these college playoffs, right? It's it's a weird system that like you – there's a panel that picks the top four that make the playoffs. Because you, so you, you can have a perfect record and still not make the Rose Bowl. Correct. But it's funny watching the semifinals sometimes where the semifinals are like 41 to 3. <laughs> Like, well, how is that team the fourth best team in the country? It's just you've just been playing completely different competition the whole year, and then you finally meet, and it's a wake-up call. Interesting, man. College, no. I've never been into college football. Neither have I. But I know a lot of people who like it a lot more than the NFL. More? Have they been to a CX game? No. 
Have they been to a Seahawks game pre-2021? Pre-2020. <laughs> I'm going to say no. <laughs> All right. Let's make a prediction. Next week, we play the Rams Sunday <sighs> at 1.30. Where is our game? I think our game is in L.A. It's in L.A. Last week, we were in Texas, right? Mm-hmm. And now we're in L.A., yeah. So... Seahawks' road record is better than their home record, if that makes any difference. <laughs> what are you think? thinking, Denny? Do they have a chance? <clears throat> I think the Seahawks are going to lose by 10. That's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. A touchdown and a field goal. I think their defense is better than it was at the beginning of the year. I think there is some positives but I don't think they're even watching them play against the Houston Texans this past week. It is clear that the Seattle Seahawks team in 2021 is not an elite competitive football team in the national football league. And so I'm going to say the LA Rams beat the Seattle Seahawks next week, even though I would love to prove myself wrong. 27 16. The Rams win by 11. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to stay with 10. I'm going to go 31 21. Rams win by 10. That'd be amazing if they. 21 to me means three touchdowns. And I just don't see the lackluster offense of the Seattle Seahawks scoring three touchdowns against the uh, Rams defense. I think Aaron Donald is going to have a hilarious game next Go, week. Oh, bro. Oh, my God. And he may or may not increase his stock by 3 to $5 million a year next week. Man, no one's going to be able to stop him. I hope Russ survives. Four sacks. <laughs> Fuck. Protect Russ, man. Yeah. Please. I know. Exciting times to be a Seahawks fan, guys. Yeah. We're still uh, keeping the optimism alive. It's just... Uh, it's a fine line between optimism and reality. <laughs> and it is what it is. We're five and eight. We won two in a row. Next week may not be as exciting. <laughs> no, next week might be a little bit ugly. Yeah. There's also one thing we forgot to talk about. Um, you will never guess this ever. I won't? Because nope. it's so stupid. To do with a player? No, it's just an entire league. <laughs> All right, tell me. Throw the Grey Cup, man. Oh, the CFL the Grey Cup. The Bombers beat Hamilton 33-25. I turned the game off after the first quarter when it was 4 nothing. 4. All you NFL fans out there are thinking 4 is an impossible number to get other than two safeties. And when was the last time that happened in NFL history? I'm going to bet. Never, never, never. Never. Well, it's possible when uh, the rules are made up. The rules are so lit. So it was last night, right? Yeah. Last night I watched maybe three, I'm going to say three to three minutes and 45 seconds of the game, somewhere (laughs) in that range. I'm not 100% sure. And it was shocking how boring this sport is. It's it's just, it's a different sport. Completely different. It is not football. Nope. It is not not NFL, right? Nope. 
there are some hilarious rules. The ball looks like a balloon. It's fat. The field is like six football fields wide. There's 45 people on the field at a time. Can you there's explain the people. biggest rule too? This, I the mean, thing that so ruins the game. Like the one point thing? I would say like... Starting off the ball is weird. Yeah. Having three downs three is downs. terrible. Three downs is so fucking dumb. I watched... So I watched one series of Winnipeg's and they ran the ball in the first down. Yep. For zero yards. Yep. Then they ran the ball in second down for one yard. And then they punted on third down at third and nine. <laughs> Bro, the CFL is just punters kicking back and forth to each other. But it's the point. It's all, so bad. All the wide receivers can be in motion. Like they get a running like sprint at the line. It's so fun. They're one, trying to time it. It's just. So one of the other bad things that I like got reiterated to me last night is what and watching three and a half minutes of this game is while I was watching it, they posted. Uh, in between plays, the commentators were talking about uh, awards that guys on the Winnipeg Blue Bombers won that year. And their quarterback won the best uh, player in the league, the MVP. One of their defense, I think their linebackers won the defensive player of the year. One of their special teams guy won the special teams player of the year. And then I'm thinking about like, how do how do five guys on one team get like player of the year awards and then I think oh yeah there's only eight teams <laughs> I think there's nine whatever <laughs> like it's no hard one is in the league that's it's, why they that's why five guys on one team get an award it's harder to miss the playoffs than to make the playoffs in the CFL that's the line of the night that's why it's a different sport it's harder to miss the playoffs than to make the playoffs nine teams in the league six teams make it it's just a completely different sport People that say fo it's football is it's it's just a different sport. I don't know what it's called. You call it I don't know Canadian football, whatever it is. Round ball. There's too many fucking cowbells at the game. Like it is obnoxious. People again. I watched three minutes yeah. and I was pissed off at the amount of cowbells mm -hmm. after three minutes. How many guys go to a fucking NFL game and bring a cowbell? All the farmers, man, in Winnipeg and shit. They pull it right off the neck of their favorite cow. It's a, it, it's it a different bad. world. Different the commentators base. are hilariously yeah. bad. The whole production, there's no money. It's so fucking I, funny. I mean, it's a good point. When we're talking about guys in college getting paid $95 million for a 10-year contract, it's funny because what is the average salary of a CFL coach? I'm going to guess $400,000. That's a lot. And it's a lot? I don't even know what like. I mean, it's these, less than that. I don't know. Isn't CFL make any money at all? Uh, average salary for a CFL. They're not a CFL coach. Two twenty. No, two, you're right. You're right. Four hundred. They say quarter to half a million dollar range. So two fifty to. Okay, that's a normal salary for yes. a coach. for a head coach. Yes. but like a like a quarterback coach or a receiver coach is probably making like. 70 grand a year. Yeah. The minimum is uh, $65,000 a year. For a player. Yeah. I know, I mean, not anymore, but like when we were at the age when our age group was playing in the CFL five years ago or whatever in their like late 20s, I knew a bunch of guys that were playing in the CFL making 50 to 65K a year 
and had full time jobs in yep. the off season. Yeah, full full off season they would be working full time. How can jobs. you be a good athlete if sixty percent of your year is working at an accounting firm or like being a firefighter or whatever? You can't even focus on your sport because you're worried about where the money's going to come from to support yourself. It's funny, man. We had um, the center from the Ottawa Red, Red Blacks. Blacks. Red Blacks on the podcast. It's just a different life. It's a, yeah. I mean, and he was the best center in the league. Yep. He was making like up there for league comparison. A couple hundred grand, maybe? Yep. I yeah. think so. But like, compared it's, to the NFL, it's such a joke. It's different. I guess we need to appreciate it and give it credit for what it's worth. But the NFL is, uh, do you, so we'll end by Carl answering this question. Do you think the NFL is so much better and so much more watched because of the quality of the actual sport or because of the money into the sport? Interesting. So which comes first, essentially? Huh. It has to be a little bit of both, right? Because you don't get these big stadiums, these crazy productions without money. But then you don't get anyone watching if your players suck and if the actual production sucks. I think there's a fine balance. Because the NFL was struggling a few years ago with viewership, right? Because people were getting so many concussions and people were starting to get kind of worried. I think their viewership fell a little bit. Really? Yeah. I feel like the NFL is as popular as it's ever been. Right now it is. I think they've had a little bit of a resurgence. Yeah. I think they're back one of the top leagues right now. Yeah. In the state, it is crazy how the sports league just owns one day of the week. Yeah. The whole city. Yeah. Dude, the whole country. Yeah. Man. No, that's true. The yeah. whole country is obsessed with NFL on Sunday. And throwing Canada and Mexico too, man. So many people are watching from there. There's nothing like it. And like having all those games in one day makes it like so much cooler and special, right? Just get your football fix in and there you go. One of my friends that really likes uh, English Premier League soccer yeah, said, I think it was like uh, early, mid-90s or something, the EPL, the English Premier League, which is like Manchester United, Manchester City, Arsenal, yeah. all those teams, <clears throat> wasn't doing that well. And someone kind of like took over the league and re kind of revamped it mm -hmm. and basically took after the model of the NFL and like we want to dominate one day of the week in our oh, country in England. Interesting. And so all of their games were moved to Saturdays. So they had like a big uh well, like a bunch of games on Saturday morning, then a bunch of games on Saturday nice. afternoon. They just like tried to take over Saturdays. And now the EPL is probably the most popular really? soccer league in, in in the world. More than the Spanish one? Dude, all La those Liga. teams, man. Uh, I mean, like, obviously I have a North American perspective and I don't know for sure in Europe, but it seems like the EPL is, no, it's is the busiest it's, league. Yeah, busiest in terms there. of, like, watched viewership. Probably has the most popular teams too, right? They have so much money, man. They get a lot of the good players. Yeah. To go there. Cristiano Ronaldo. Back at Man U, yeah. Anyway, Soccer. NFL number one. Yep. Golf. I would say golf, PGA, and NFL number one. And everything else sucks. 
That's it. Yeah. I think I agree. You're I don't watch basketball anymore. You're getting into golf. Am I? The NBA is going to be so boring. I just, I want some, I just want to be able to hold a golf club that fits me and just be able to swing once and see how it feels. I can help you with that. Fuck. I can't, but Mike Bell can. Yeah. I feel like I'm pretty coordinated. Like I can figure it out, but just, I've never had a proper size golf club. So I'm like shooting off my knees. That's a problem. I can get you there. Okay. That's it. It's a rock and roll.